Welcome to Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm Curtis Birch, host and producer on News Radio 630, WLAP, the home of the Cats, right here in Lexington. And I'm Kyle Tucker of The Athletic. And together, Curtis and I are here every day, Monday through Friday, talking cats, if it's a big deal to the Big Blue Nation. You'll hear about it right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. This edition of the podcast is brought to you by Lex Start Nutrition. We'll give you some more information about them here in a bit. We got a lot of lights, like a potpourri kind of day today. Mark Stoops had his Monday presser preview in the Vanderbilt game. Some injury news came out. A couple other updates came out. We'll touch on that. We're also going to discuss a little bit of a recruiting update from what we know. And then we'll wrap with some Winion Gabriel talk. Trash talk, sort of. He had some smack talk. So we'll get into that. First, let's start out with Mark Stoops. He talked to the media, regular Monday presser, after the bye week. And obviously the most notable news was the fact that Josh Paschal is getting better. The full context of what he said is right now Paschal, the sore on his foot where he had the operation, is healing enough to where he's doing some light running and some some work. To remove skin cancer for just to reset for yeah, people. And I was gonna he has not played at all this season. But the cancer part, there was no update on that at this point. The status of the cancer. And Stoops said that hopefully in a couple weeks he'll come in with a big smile on his face and have an update on that portion of it. But from a physical standpoint, it's good that he's able to be out Mm -hmm. walking again. He's out of, he used, he had the scooter. And the boot and the the scooter, scooter. yeah. Yeah, Boot scooting. (laughs) And and now he'll he'll be doing some work. So that's obviously just a huge deal from a morale standpoint, I think, for the football team. Yeah, it sounds like the all the vibe of that, even though there wasn't a definitive he's cancer-free, the vibe of everything today was very positive around him, which I was starting to feel uneasy about how little had been said about him. You you wonder in those situations, does that mean the, the news is bad? So that's that's really good to hear that there's at least some positive stuff coming there. And it is least of all importance with him, but notable if he is starting to get back to being being able to move with the new rule. He can play the last four games of the season and still be a redshirt player. If he somehow could get himself ready to play, if he is cancer-free and the, and everything is healed up for him, if you get back the guy that you expected to be your like other devastating pass rush option on the other side of Josh Allen, one does it, you know, take away the ability to all the things some teams are doing to to, to neutralize Josh Allen. Or if they don't, does it open it up you know, for a guy like Pascal to make plays? I mean, if Kentucky can somehow... Maybe this becomes a rallying point. If you can keep yourself in the SEC East race yeah. for a couple more weeks, I mean, you, you open up the possibility of getting back, maybe getting back Josh Pascal and having him play the last four games of the season and make a run at something. That would be, really, be a really cool story. And obviously the most important portion of that is Pascal's health. Other speaking of health updates, Drake Jackson, Mark Stoops said, really benefited from the week off. He said if there was a game on Saturday, it would have been a close call if Jackson could have played or not. Nasir Watkins, uh, previously Stoops said he did not expect to have him back for Vanderbilt. Now he said that there's a good chance he's going to play. Finally, the last injury news is Akeem Hayes is hurt and he was removed from the depth chart, so it doesn't sound like he'll be playing the rest of the season. Also, Cleveland Thomas, they've decided to redshirt him this season. A little bit awkward that it's his sophomore season, but I don't think that's anything. It's a huge, huge deal to anybody. Wrapping up on the on the Stoops thing, two things. One, he talked a little bit about the quarterback. Not a lot of info there. 
he gave the kind of standard answer that, you know, he has a long leash. He's not going to be trigger happy pulling a quarterback from the game. But he's not, and Mark Mark's not going to uh, cave to Gunnar Hoke's mom posting uh, "You reap what you sow" memes on the internet. <laughs> it wasn't a meme; that was a Bible verse. And but when you do it as a photo, it was like a photo, right? Yeah, it was That's, a picture of the Bible. You, verse. You've turned the Bible verse into a meme. In uh, at least, I don't know. I'm too old to even be talking about memes. Yeah, that's probably but, true as well. Anyway, of note, I think I think it's becoming apparent that the Hoke family is displeased with their son's situation. So that's something to keep an eye on. But yeah. I think this I think the staff is doing the right thing by not yanking Terry Wilson. I yeah. still think he's their best option. It sounds like Mark Stoops thinks still thinks he's their best option. Yeah, and Stoops obviously mentioned the fact that he will um improve. Stoops uh Terry Wilson's still super young. He hadn't played a ton. Wait a minute. You mean to tell me that a guy who's played six major college football games in his life is going to get better? Huh. All right. You're the expert, Mark Stoops. <laughs> oh, for full context, I'll read the tweet from Gunnar Hoke's mom, Holly Hoke. It said, you reap what you show, Galatians 6, 7, and then the Bible verse is, you are free to make whatever choice you want, but you are not free from the consequences of your choice. And what was the timing of that? When did, was It was that? October 8th, which would have been... The day after the A&M loss. All right. So that's that's all that. Okay. I mean, that's that's about the only... Oh, this is the most important part of the press conference, though. So. By week, you can just set your clock to it. Stoops is going to get asked, what you do on your week off? Which I kind of, you know, I yeah. say it jokingly like that, but it's always a little bit of a fun question. Yeah. And uh, this week, we learned that Mark Stoops... Helped my brother move out of his office in Oklahoma. <laughs> Terrible. No, he did not do that. He had to... I was unclear if it was his son's birthday party or a birthday party for one of his son's friends, but he apparently was hanging out with a bunch of kids. Nice. And he only got to see about half of the Vanderbilt uh, Florida game live because there was a birthday party action. He said that was the most stressful part of his weekend. I bet I am the only person... I know I'm the only person in this podcast. I bet I'm the only person in the Lexington media that has attended one of Mark Stoops's kids birthday parties <laughs> what? Well, let's so uh, what was that about how so did you get invited to when that? he first i didn't that was the best part so the well sort of i did but not by him or anyone who knew that i was coming so i was uh i, I was when he first got hired i wanted to go up to youngstown and write a big profile on mark stoops that spring or summer i, I don't even remember what time i think it was summer june or july so I, I reached out to his mom in Youngstown and his brothers and sisters and stuff. And I set it up with his mom to come up and visit her, spend some time, look at old pictures, talk to her, whatever. And she was like, well, just call me when you're driving up here. So I call her and I say, I'm a couple hours out. She's like, well, that's perfect. Mark is here in town and we are going to the Chuck E. Cheese for, well, I can't remember even which one of them's birthday it was. And I was like, okay, well... I don't want to interrupt. I'll just I'll go grab some food and meet you guys after or whatever. She's like, oh, absolutely not. Just just come meet me at the Chuck E. Cheese. So I walk into this Chuck E. Cheese and I got there early, and all of a sudden here comes the entire Stoops family, like Wait Bob Stoops, I need to stop Mark you. Stoops, I Mike gotta, Stoops. I got to stop you right there. So you're a grown man at the alone, <laughs> yes, alone and sitting like I'm expect looking for someone in a Chuck E. Cheese. And it's at like 
four o'clock on a weekday or something. I don't know. And then comes the whole like Bob, Mike, Mark. I interviewed Mike Stoops, who just was fired at Oklahoma. I interviewed him in the booth at Chuck E. Cheese. Um, so yeah, Mark walks in and he's like, I mean, I had met him already, covered him like for a whole spring. He's like, what are you doing here? <laughs> I said, your mom invited me. And he was like, okay. <laughs> and uh, so that worked out great. So like the next, I hung out with him a little bit. I didn't, I did not overstay my welcome. The key when you do something like that is don't overstay. I was like, anyway, I'm going to let you guys have your family time. I'll meet up with you after. So we got together. I, I went to his mom's house, got to look at all the old pictures and talk with her. And then uh, the next day, Mark took me over to his high school and like gave me like a, he got somebody to let us in as they were out of school. And he gave me like a guided tour of their uh, high school. And uh, one of the things I wrote about, a major part of what I wrote about, is he had talked, and I'd seen in stories that he used to talk about, he learned football from like watching the old like nine millimeter film on the refrigerator. His dad would bring like game film from Cardinal Mooney High School home and like project it on their white refrigerator door in the kitchen. And he takes me to his high school athletic director, still the same guy from many years ago. Um, his office and in the back of this office is all this old film and one of those projectors. And he like gets out the projector and sets it up and like shows it. It was really neat. It was really, really cool. And, um, but yeah, it all started with a surprise, a surprise attack at the Chuck E. Cheese in Youngstown, Ohio. Did you get the pizza? Like, did you participate? No, I didn't eat. I I didn't eat. I was so, I felt so like an intruder when he walked in and was like, what are you doing here? (laughs) That I, I didn't stay. I stayed long enough to, I I wanted to grab uh, Mike before he got away. And so I did interview Mike in the Chuck E. Cheese booth, but, uh, that, that was the extent of my visit. Dateline, Chuck E. Cheese, Youngstown, yep. Ohio. <laughs> yep. Animatronic animals. Do you get them to comment on the situation? Those those terrified me as a kid. They they still terrifies people grown up. I believe they I believe they've uh they are now like being phased out of Chuck E. Cheese's. They were they were super weird, to be honest. If we're gonna be honest, they were super duper weird. All right, coming up next, we're gonna recap some recruiting stuff. Obviously it was Big Blue Madness weekend, so Lots of visits. But first, I want to let you guys know about Lex Start Nutrition. You've probably tried hundreds of diets over the years and noticed a difference in the way you look and feel. But then after a few weeks, you trip up and forget that you have an all-American running back, I mean registered dietitian, in your back pocket. Central Kentucky's Lex Start Nutrition wants to help you find the right play calls to get your body back to your winning ways. Services like weight loss, guidance, nutrition education, weight management, and symptom suppression through an elimination diet are all part of our playbook. Tailored specifically to you, the elimination diet uses a simple blood test to find foods and ingredients that once eliminated from your diet can cause symptoms like congestion, swelling, IBS, and more to disappear from your daily life. Lexstart accepts the biggest insurance providers as well as payments through your employer's health savings or flex spending account. Visit Lexstart Nutrition, that's LEXstartnutrition.com, to set up a free 15-minute phone consultation or call 859-429-8935 to set up an in-person or virtual appointment today. That's 859-429-8935. 
We all love a night out, whether it's seeing our favorite band in person or being there in the crowd to cheer on our favorite team. With Vivid Seats, you can attend the concert, show, or sporting event of your choice at a great price. Vivid Seats is the top source for tickets for all live events you want to go to. They can sort by price or look for seats in the section and row of your choice. To make things even better, Vivid Seats is giving listeners an exclusive promo code for $20 off orders of $200 or more. Go to the App Store or Google Play and use the promo code LOCKEDON for $20 off orders of $200 or more. Every purchase is backed by a 100% buyer guarantee. From the biggest concerts and games to the hottest theater, Vivid Seats has it all. Download the app and enter promo code LOCKEDON for $20 off orders of $200 or more. Make a memory that lasts a lifetime and let Vivid Seats help you get to your favorite live event. You are Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky Wildcats podcast. Okay, Kyle, the big man on campus for Big Blue Madness from a recruiting standpoint was a big man. See what I did there? I do. Vernon Carey. Arguably the number one player, either him or James Wiseman. Uh, probably. Yeah, I think it's kind of split. I think he's one ranking rivals, I think, has Carey number one, I believe. Mm-hmm. Or I think it's rivals. I think Wiseman's number one in 247 in I, ESPN. I think, that's, I think that's, that is correct. They're no longer four because Evan Daniels and the, and the scout crew merged with 247. There used to be four uh, major no, networks. Yeah. Um, but what are you hearing on him and how the visit went overall? Yep. Obviously, that's such a key component at this point because Kentucky doesn't have any big men committed. And it isn't going to have any big men when the season ends, probably. Maybe. Uh, may lose them all. Yeah, it's a big deal. They've got to get somebody. James Wiseman is kind of a toss-up right now, if not leaning towards Memphis in that battle. Vernon Carey is the you know right there as an equal or, or better option. He was there sitting on the front row, Next to, it was a kind of a group. They had a ton of 2020 and even 2021. They had the number one player in the class of 2021 visiting. I'm not going to talk about that because if you're not going to be on college for three more years, we're not talking about you. Well, and hypothetically, there's a chance he might not go to college. Yes. By the time he comes out, that's a great point. By the time he comes out, that would be the first, could be the first draft where the 21-22 season where guys can go straight from high school. So, they had the three guys who were committed in the class of 2019 um, all sitting together. Tyrese Maxey, Khalil Whitney, and Dante Allen, the in-state kid. Uh, They were all three sitting together, and right beside them in that group was Vernon Carey. And at one point during Madness, John Calipari came over. They, They sit him on the front row right behind the UK bench, and Cal came over, and he, from behind the chairs, just zeroed in on that group of guys and talked to them for a good long while. It looked like he was mostly talking with Maxie, who's got a really gregarious personality. He'd be a great person if you're trying to have one of your current commits there on campus with one you're trying to get. I think would be an excellent representative. Um, also, it's a great opportunity for him to see right there. Like These are the guys you're going to play with. And they're two, like in Maxie and, and Whitney, those are both top 10 guys. If they end up getting Vernon Carey, that's three top 10 guys, a guard, a wing, and a big man. That's a great uh, nucleus, and I think Allen's going to be a really good player. So anyway, I-, I thought that was a little bit significant that they were all they managed to get all their commits there when they were hosting Vernon Carey. I've heard that it went well, at least from you know Kentucky's point of view. I think people felt like it went well. There was a little bit of a uncertainty thrown into that because of what may have been, I think you said, 
well, has been potentially already been debunked. Was it Snapchat or something? It was an Instagram story, and it, and it was it said it was supposedly from Vernon Carey's mom. And what did it say? Like Kentucky visit is and a bunch of poop emojis with a thumbs down. Mm-hmm. Lots of poop emojis, which obviously would set people into thinking, "Well, this is not happening. He's had a bad visit." But maybe this was an internet hoax. Is that what we're we're saying? I don't know. People are saying, I've seen, heard two things. One, that it might not have been what you're thinking about, because it reads, so far the official visit is a bunch of poop emojis. And some say that it wasn't her, and others have said that it was they weren't even in Lexington when it had happened. So it might have just been the start of the trip, you know oh, what I'm saying? They like, like they were having flight trouble. Yeah, or something you know, not important like that. So either way, I don't think it's... A a big deal, and yeah. I, I don't think it was anything about the Kentucky yeah. staff or the specifically part of the Kentucky visit. Yeah. That, that that's what. But that this is. is the world we live in now. We have to decode uh, social media yeah. posts and whether or not they are even real. Um, but I did see. I, I think there was like a Snapchat or something. I saw a video where the dad, who's Vernon Carey, the NFL player who played at Miami, and Miami's one of his other contenders. Uh, he was like doing a video of the, like their tour of the facilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there were no poop, poop, emojis. No poop emojis. Obviously, their facilities are very nice. So, I don't think I've seen anybody interview Vernon Carey yet, uh, or not. have any sort of reveal of from his perspective of how the visit went. Um, but like I said, from what I gather, at least the Kentucky folks felt like it went well. They have to love the setup again. Like you got all your commits there; they're really good ones. You got a guy like Tyrese Maxey who's, a, I think, a great ambassador. I think he's a great early commit to have because I think he's going to get other people signed up. We'll see if he can work that magic on Vernon Carey. But we'll, by Sunday, we'll know another big man's decision. Oscar Schwebe is uh, going to make his announcement. It seems like that has swung fully back to West Virginia being the favorite there as they were for a long time before Kentucky got really serious. Isaiah Stewart, all the buzz on him after his Kentucky visit the week before is that something didn't go very well during that visit. There was a disconnect of some kind. I'm not sure on which end or if it's both ends. That seems like an unlikely deal now for Kentucky. I believe Isaiah Stewart may be visiting Duke with Carey. I know Vernon Carey is visiting Duke this weekend. I saw a report of that a couple hours ago. So I think that's his last visit maybe. But Duke will have a chance to to battle Kentucky and what it offers there on that official visit with Vernon Carey. Yeah, so we'll be keeping an eye on all that recruiting stuff. Everything we hear and see, we will share right here. So coming up next, we got lots of stuff, lots of weird things, shoe shinings, shoe signings. Shoe shinings. (laughs) Curtis and I will shine each other's shoes and talk. Go get your shine box. Plus, Kyle has some Twitter beef with a now NBA player. And I want to mention one more thing from Big Blue Madness. I know you guys don't want to watch the game. You need to watch the game. And sometimes, like Mark Stoops, you're at a kid's birthday party. And what do you do? You can stream all your football on Sling TV. Are you sick of paying for 20 channels you never watch when you just want to watch your squad? Sling TV is the best way to watch college football. $30 a month gets you ESPN, Pac-12, SEC Network, and much more. Stream on your big screen and all your favorite devices. Sling TV gives you the live TV you love, only better. Why is it better? 
no useless channels, no long-term contracts, no hidden fees, and you can cancel at any time. You can also upgrade the package or downgrade it depending on what channels you need during the season. And now, Locked On listeners can get a free seven-day trial by going to sling.com slash locked on. That's S-L-I-N-G dot com slash locked on and a free seven-day trial right there. Go check it out. I know you'll love Sling TV. This is Locked On Kentucky, your team every day. The one thing we forgot to mention during Big Blue Madness, Kyle, was a women's basketball player, Macy Morris, coming out to I'm from Kentucky and I like it that way in waiters, boots, and everybody that's from Kentucky really liked that. I was real surprised to see Cash Daniel really liked that. <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, that was one of the highlights that we missed when we recapped Big That's Man. playing to your audience. That is that is knowing who your audience is just greatly and she went out perfectly and she even did like a little country dance. That was one of the probably could have been the top intro. Her and Johnny David were 1A and 1B. So if you missed any of our other of our Big Blue Madness breakdown, go listen to the previous podcast because we gave fashion reviews, dance reviews, all kinds of stuff. And now we're going to talk about Elizabeth Warren's DNA test. We are? No. <laughs> no. Well, did you see that a former Kentucky athlete just signed a huge shoe deal? I didn't, Curtis. Tell me more. <laughs> Sydney McLaughlin. I'll give you Oh, a, yeah. Oh, you saw who No, she, I didn't see that. What, what did she get? Can, can, I'm going to play a game with you. I don't. I, the figures haven't come out yet. Oh, okay. But the brand kind of surprised me. Asics. No. You get two more guesses. So if you say it surprised you, not one of the three big big ones. I'm not going to say anything. All right. Saucony. No, that's a good guess though. But that's more of a distance. Runner, yeah, right. So shoe. She's like in between. The four hundred is kind of four hundred. Well, it's hurdles, so I yeah. guess it's not really in between. Think, I'll give you a hint. Okay. Think of old man shoe. New Balance? She signed with New Balance. Interesting. I don't think they're that. I don't necessarily think they're. I'm not saying. Old man. I was giving you a hint, though. But I mean, immediately but, but, got but, yeah, yes. That's a, good, <laughs> that's a good point. No, I mean, I think there's a, ver, there's a version of New yes. Balance that's very old man. So that. that's. That, yeah, that's, uh, that's interesting. And Darren Ravel had a tweet about it today. It said something to the effect of one of the most marketable female track stars. For the in next the couple world. years, yeah. yeah. And I had, couldn't see that until I went to an alt account because Ravel has me blocked. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Twitter beef, Winion Gabriel has made the Sacramento Kings as their designated G League slash player. What do they call that? The up-down guy. The two-way player. Two-way, two-way player. contract. Two-way contract. And he had some tweets. He's had some tweets for a while. Let's talk about Winnie and Gabriel's social media. <laughs> and uh, Kyle, you had a little bit. He quoted you, not quote tweeted, right. quoted you in a tweet he had earlier. I, yeah, and that was a while back. I don't know if I can go back and find it, but he like the day he got like his uniform in his locker. I think at, at the Kings uh, this summer, it was like I think it was like he, I think he tweeted it from a Snapchat where he had, where you can overlay text mm-hmm. and the I believe the text over it. Like I was looking at it, and it, it was something like, you know, Winion Gabriel isn't going to be in the NBA next year. I don't know. But the wording of it, I was like, that feels really familiar. I feel like I have said that before. And I went, I, go, I, I searched those exact words on Twitter, and I had tweeted it 
like in an NBA draft breakdown of like stay or go decisions and talking to scouts. And I had tweeted like, you know, Winion Gabriel's not going to be in the NBA. Whatever it was, he took the exact tweet. So clearly it had clipped it from months earlier and he had over laid that over his him getting his uniform and but yet, but i was not the last person who local media personality whose uh perceived slight of him he held on to for fuel he matt jones at ky sports radio tweeted out winning gabriel makes sacramento kings roster with a link to more on the story and winning who is at winning gabriel but his little name is up man trademark and he quote tweeted it and said, don't applaud me. Keep the same energy you had. That has 2,000 likes. I guess Matt doubted him too. I think a lot of people doubted him. I mean, look, I, it's awesome for Winion. He's still not in the NBA. I mean, he, like, he's, he's on a two-way contract. He's, like, he's exactly where people expected him to be, that he was going to have a chance. He was going to spend most of this season in the G League and have to scratch for a spot on NBA roster. That's true. Mm-hmm. He didn't get drafted. People thought definitively that he wouldn't get drafted. He didn't get drafted. It's not an insult. It's just what it was. But I'm happy for the guy. I, I like Winion a lot. Like I think, I think he was one of the more likable personalities. I would say the most. I'm, I'm. This is between him or Isaac Humphreys the year before. One of the most stunning postseason breakout moments uh, that I've yeah. probably the most since I've covered the team where he's a bench player the whole year and he comes out and hits seven of seven threes. Was it seven or eight? It was seven in the sec tournament, mm-hmm. uh, a record, an sec tournament record, a Kentucky record. That was crazy. That's like Isaac Humphreys coming out of nowhere, playing no minutes the game before he decides to like give up college ball and go play in Australia. he, like almost was the star of the North Carolina game in the Elite Eight to he send him to been. the Final Four. I mean, he would have been an all-time Kentucky legend if they had found a way to win that game. Yes. Although, actually, maybe it would have turned into being Malik Monk who hit the two crazy threes that tied the game. But Copeland. no, but Winion, Winion is very likable, and he's got a great story. Sudanese refugee. He's his family has has not had it easy, and he's you know trying to make it for them and all those things. But like I'm, if that's what it takes to motivate him, I'm glad for him. But I mean, people aren't like hating on Winion Gabriel by saying you're not going to get drafted and you're going to have a hard time making the NBA. That's all still true. Keep hating, Kyle. I like Winion. Good luck to Winion. Hater. Speaking of Isaac Humphreys, he was waived by the Hawks after being signed after was one day. Like, was it like eight hours? That- it, it was less than 24 hours, but someone explained to me that that is just the process to get on some team's G League. So that makes a little bit more sense. So it sounds like he'll be uh, spending this season with the Atlanta G League team, which when that initial signing happened, I think most people assume that's what happened, but that's the process. And if you saw a headline that Humphreys waived after one day, He's, that's he's still in the same situation he was in. Yeah, pretty much. Nothing changed. So that, but I guess if you sign a player, you have like rights or something to them to get under your G League team. So I don't know all the ins and outs of the NBA, and there's a lot of crazy rules now that they have the 15-man roster and the two-way players and all those kind of things. So, But a lot of fringe guys that people didn't expect, Isaiah Briscoe and Winnie Gabriel, now are you know on, on NBA rosters. So congratulations to those guys. You can follow me on Twitter at Curtis Birch, B-U-R-C-H, and that's Curtis, C-U-R-T-I-S, not Chris, 
not <laughs> Chester, not anything else. You can follow Kyle at Kyle Tucker underscore A T H. Be sure to be following at Locked On UK and find Locked On Kentucky on Facebook. Just search Locked On Kentucky. If you're interested in advertising, send us an email, LockedOnKentucky at gmail.com. Still got those introductory rates, but they're going to be gone soon. So hit us up quickly if you want to be a part of this podcast. Speaking of advertisers, thanks again to Lex Start Nutrition for making this podcast possible. Thanks so much for listening to Locked On Kentucky. We'll talk to you soon. You are Locked On Kentucky, available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or tell Alexa or Google to play podcasts Locked On. Don't worry, I won't finish. You get the idea.